You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our AIB Market Update on Tuesday the 16th of August. I'm Jane Kavanagh from our Customer Treasury Unit and I am joined this week by AIB Senior Economist John Fahey to discuss recent developments in financial markets, we will talk inflation and of course discuss the outlook for foreign exchange rates. John, let's talk about the dollar last week to start with where CPI data showed an unexpected easing for July. What impact did this have on the markets? Yeah, as you say, it was unexpected. So, you know, headline inflation was to ease back slightly, but it fell by more than expected. And core inflation in the US was to actually edge slightly higher and actually uh, remained where it was in June at just below 6%. So, you know, if you think back, big concern for markets this year has been inflation from already very elevated levels continuing to accelerate. And at the same time, you know, markets trying to decipher the extent of sharp tightening coming from the Fed. So, you know, that's been a big headwind to investor sentiment. So last week's data eased some of those concerns. Uh, So we saw an impact on the dollar immediately following the release. A euro dollar traded up to a high uh, of 103.68 and it had started the week below the 102 level. Although in the immediate aftermath then we had a number of key US uh, Fed speakers out cautioning against reading too much into one month's data. And what we saw on the back of that then was the dollar recover some ground. So euro dollar went back down towards uh, 103. And indeed, as we started this week, it went below the, the 103 level into the lower half of 102 to 103. So what last week highlighted was that central banks are no longer providing explicit forward guidance. Now we know rates are going to continue to go higher, but markets don't know to the extent of that. So markets are much more reactive now to macro data. So last week's CPI US release was just a, an example of that and what could happen over the next coming months as we you know head into end year and the market tries to look ahead to each key central bank meeting to see what could happen from there. Thanks, John. I might just turn our attention to the Eurozone first while the ECB has brought an end to its negative interest rate policy. The war in Ukraine continues to pose some risk for the euro. Yeah, so it's a key risk uh, because obviously it's very uncertain outlook. You know, when you're dealing with a war type situation, it's very hard to ascertain as to how it will develop. And a big concern for the Eurozone as we head into the winter is the issue around potential gas rationing and then power shortages and the impact that could have on the economy in terms of potentially putting the Eurozone economy into a recession. So that's a a key concern as we move through the summer into the winter from a Eurozone economic perspective and it's something that markets will be paying close attention to. When we look at our three key geographies from a markets perspective, the Eurozone, the UK and the US, obviously the Eurozone is the most sensitive to that Ukraine uh, situation because of the higher energy dependency and closer economic proximity to that. So that's a key uncertainty facing the Eurozone economy, but also the Euro as we head in towards the end of the year and through the winter months. So taking all that into account then, John, I suppose, what can we expect from the Fed, ECBM Bank of England as we look to the end of the year and I suppose into 2023 as well? Well, what we can expect is rates uh, to continue to, to move higher. But in terms of specifics around that, you know, one of the reasons last week's why markets were so reactive to that CPI release is because they're trying to get a handle on whether it's going to be 75 basis points or 50 basis points from the US Federal Reserve at its next meeting on the 21st of September. What we saw is markets reduced their pricing of a 75 and they now are close to 50 basis points. But, you know, that doesn't mean over the next couple of weeks it couldn't move out further. And that's just the market pricing. The Fed themselves 
could continue to go with another uh, 75 basis rate hike. The key thing is when you look at futures contracts, which is uh, illustrative of what market pricing is, it shows the market expects US rates uh, still to move above 3.5% over the course of this tightening cycle from the Fed. So notwithstanding last week's easing in CPI data, given the fact that a number of Fed officials were out cautioning against getting over reading too much into one month's data, the market still thinks fairly aggressive pace tightening uh, from the Fed. In terms of the ECB, we obviously have moved out of negative interest rate territory. The deposit rate's at 0%. The ECB themselves are no longer giving explicit forward guidance. But what the market expects is the deposit rate to end this year close to 1%. So in other words, the market's pricing in over the remaining three European Central Bank meetings between now and end year, around 100 basis points uh, of tightening over those three meetings. So end year, the deposit rate at 1%. From a Bank of England perspective, that uh, in the last two weeks, obviously two weeks ago we had the latest update from the Bank of England a 50 basis points rate hike they still retain a hawkish bias markets pricing in uh, the bank rate ending the year just below 3% but interestingly when we look out to next year the markets expecting the Fed will cut rates by around 50 basis points in the second half of the year so that's telling us the market expects US economy to slow substantially as we move into next year, into the second half of the year, and at the same time inflation to fall back, which will allow uh, and require the need for the US Fed to cut interest rates. In contrast, the market's not expecting any rate cuts from the ECB as we move uh, towards the end of next year into 2024. It just expects rates to remain fairly stable at a level of around 1.25%. That's very interesting, John. And of course, all of this is detailed in the Forex and Interest Rate Market Outlook, which is just hot off the press, as I understand. But just in summary then, so the UK, we're looking at 3% towards year end, 1% in the Eurozone and in the States. Uh, in the States, it's just above 3.5%, close to 3.6%. Now, we have seen a lot of volatility in interest rate markets, so that can jump around a bit by you know 10 to 20 basis points. But broadly speaking, that's the level market see official rates ending the year at. Turning to data this week, it's a busy week stateside and across the channel. Yeah, very busy in the UK. We get a raft of labour market updates. Uh, We also get an update on retail sales. And another key release is UK inflation this week. Now, from the perspective of UK inflation, the market expects it to get up towards 10%. But the key thing is, is UK inflation is nowhere near its peak. The Bank of England expects that peak to be above 13%, uh, but not to happen till the fourth quarter of this year. So we expect a continued upward trajectory. So that's in slight contrast to what we're seeing in the US, where inflation may have peaked still early doors yet. But in the UK, it's it's yet to peak. And the general view is it won't be till near the end of the year before UK inflation will peak. In the US, the key release is retail sales data. Uh, there's a lot of housing market updates too, but the main thing is retail sales. Uh, and from a Eurozone perspective, we get the final reading of Q2 Eurozone GDP and July inflation, but none of those are expected to be changed from their first estimate. So probably not key market movers from that side. Good. And then just to finish us out, John, I noted in the weekly that was published, you talked about euro dollar and the outlook for currencies. With regard to euro dollar in particular, you mentioned, you know, should parity give? You could be looking at a 95 to 96. Yeah, because what we're doing there, we're looking back over the last uh, 20 years and it's basically back in the early 2000s. 2002 was the last time euro dollar went below parity and it spent about two and a half years below parity. So, you know, that's why, you know, your question there on Ukraine and the war and the impact could have on the eurozone, that's the key risk and that might be the driver that could push it on a sustained basis below parity. And the last time we were below parity on a sustained basis, we were there for nearly three years back in the early 2000s. So if it does drop below parity, uh, now we have tested below it uh, over the last couple of weeks, but we've settled 
it in a 102 to 103 trading range. But if it does test below it, the next key level is really the 0.95 to 0.96 trading range for, for euro dollar. Our base case, though, is that we don't uh, see that sustained break below parity. We could test it again, but uh, our view is, is that because the ECB is now hiking interest rates, albeit at a much slower pace than the US Fed, as we move into the end of the year, we see euro dollar start to edge slightly higher. So we're at midpoint of its trading range at the moment is 102, maybe getting up towards 103, 104, and maybe towards 105 in the early part of next year. So very gradual, slight upward move in euro dollar. But the key risk is the uncertainty over the war in Ukraine and uh, energy and gas rationing from that side, which could impact the euro into year end. Okay, John, many thanks for the update and a big thanks to our customers, colleagues and listeners for joining us on this week's podcast. To stay up to date with latest market developments, please subscribe to AIB's Market Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.